With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV, it's the Hey Pal Podcast. Hey Pal. Hey Pal. <laughs> With Jared and Davo. Ole, 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 All right, everybody, stop it. Act professional. What is this? You you have a whole like what a pro like a whole setup. Are you an influencer? In an Airbnb right now. Like, I'm not at my place. Oh, you you are? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is that awesome? That's commitment. That is is That's the type of pals that we have. That's the type of pals we have. No, no. I totally got the Airbnb to be on your podcast. (laughs) I rented it. I love it. Uh, Yeah, so I could have this green wall behind me. I mean, it's like. It's it's, a nice green wall. It goes good with the red hair. Uh, Dave, are you ready? I am ready. So I would like to intro our next guest. I think you should, Jared. Okay, I think that I will. Are you ready for me? I'm ready, pal. Okay, so our next guest is actually a very, very special one to the Hey Pal podcast. She actually, Dave, has a lot of Hey Pal ties. I I know she does. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, why don't you take over the- I'd uh, rather you do it because you did so much prep earlier. Okay. (laughs) Jared's very excited about this episode. I'm very excited about this episode. So she played- uh, Jeremy Piven's daughter in The Wisdom of the Crowd. That's was right. Who guest. One, one of our guests. Yes, she She's is. got a movie coming out uh, with DJ Caruso that wow. he directed uh, called Redeeming Love. She played Dorcas in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and is now starring in her very own show on Netflix called Fate, The Winx Saga. Please welcome to the Hey Pal podcast, Abby Cohen. Yeah. Abby, how you doing? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hey, pal. <laughs> hey, pal. How are you? Hey, I am great. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Other than sitting next to our pal Jared, I'm doing great. 
It's it's just it's yeah. it's getting old at this point. You can't say it every episode. <laughs> you got to so you have to come up with new material. All right, I will. All right, let's get to the interview. <laughs> every episode. Every every episode, Abby. Can well, you get hard. my back? It's difficult. All right, well, see that was new. That was a little it's difficult. that was that was new. I'm an Eagles fan, you're a Cowboy fan. It's it's challenging. All right, get to the interview. All right. <laughs> Holy hell, you you have totally butchered this. Now, dude. Abby, in sports on draft day, draft day is an incredibly exciting day. Um, for NBA players, NFL players, Major League Baseball players. It's it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience the day that they get drafted. Their families are there. There's all sorts of excitement surrounding it. As an actress, when you get booked different roles, you you get drafted more than once. So you get to experience that feeling five, six, seven, 20, 30 times. So is it exciting every time you get drafted for a new project? Or after a while, does it start to wear off and you get more used to it? Uh, what's that? What's that like? You know, I, in the beginning, I got, I mean, it was, it's exhilarating. Like, it's a crazy, crazy feeling to get the call and to hear that you booked the project. Um, or just even like in the beginning, a callback. It's like the craziest feeling. I mean, like I always say in this industry, there are high highs and there are low lows. And you got to be able to like, take both of them, but with the high highs, then come the low lows. So I have found that like the more time that has passed, I will be so excited for a project. I will find out that, okay, I'll book it. But for some reason, I kind of like distance myself from it, if that makes sense, yeah. until literally I am sitting at the premiere watching it it has come out and then i let myself get excited wow which may not be the best like way to go about it but the you know things are so up and down in the industry like you could book something and then you can find out that like oh the project fell through or whatever so yes it is exciting but it's so exciting that i have to keep myself from being excited i i understand that now generally when that happens especially when you got your first couple of roles, what's the first phone call you made? What do you mean? Like, who's the first person that you called? Like oh. once you got the news. Uh, for my first ever role. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. My mom. I mean, it's my mom every time. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It will always be. It's my, my mom. mother. <laughs> and, how, and how are her reactions now? Cause now she's getting kind of used to it. I mean, you're, you're starting to, to work a lot. So has her reaction changed over the years? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Literally. I mean, and I mean, I say that I distance myself from it. I get excited. I mean, when I, when I booked, I mean, when I, I, I mean, every project I've, I've cried when I booked it, but, and then afterwards I kind of have to be like, okay, like talk myself down and be like, you know, this may not work out. You never know. But, um, I mean, especially when I booked, fate and redeeming love redeeming love i had wanted for so long and i fought for it and i just like it it's just a passion passion project of mine and um i remember when i got the call i literally like <laughs> it's so dramatic but i like collapsed and just started crying <laughs> and i like immediately i was like actually no i was in the car on the way home from uh work i was in ireland filming and my driver was like i, I was like <laughs> uh, like i fell over in the seat i was like oh my god i booked it oh, that's and, uh, amazing 
Yeah, and the driver was like freaking out and being like, "Are you okay? Like, do you need me to get you like a water? Like, like I like like just breathe, Abigail, breathe." And <laughs> I was like hyperventilating, crying, but. Yeah, no, my mom did the same thing for sure. That's incredible. Well, That's awesome. Well, staying on on draft day themes, and by the way, I mean there there's your answer. She she cries. Yeah, when she gets drafted. Yeah, each, I, I guess that is my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cry each each time you get drafted. You cry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which is which is a really beautiful thing. So so Abby, like, you know, on this on this show, obviously we we hybrid a lot of a lot of sports stuffs and and the entertainment. So so sticking on the on the drafting um side of things. When, when a team doesn't draft a player, right? Mm. You've got that player who has been kind of overlooked and he'll eventually get drafted by another team. And so then as he's practicing with his new team, he kind of has a bullseye, you know, for that, for all those teams that, that passed him up. And what we're wondering with you is on the auditions you don't get drafted for, do you kind of, well, A, what are the emotions there? And B, do you keep a bullseye so that when that movie comes out, you're like the first in the theater because you want to watch what that actress is doing or maybe you want to just like compare? Like, well, what what is it like for you when you don't get drafted? You know, that's a, that's a really good question. I mean, you learn how to deal with rejection in this, in this industry. And it takes, it takes a bit because, you know, in the beginning, like, it's every, every no is heartbreaking. And, you know, I mean, I would call you, Jared, and I would be like, literally bawling my eyes out and be like, I want to quit. I need to, I just can't. And you're literally like, do not quit. You cannot quit. You are going to book something, I promise. And like, that also was so helpful as well. But like, yeah, I mean, you learn. And the no's, it just ends up, not being as personal and you realize that you know it may not be something that you did wrong it just honestly might be that that person is just better for the role well, and then when that movie comes out you see it and it's just it makes so much sense right so yeah. that that's what i was going to ask is because i know how competitive you are so do you ever yeah. <laughs> do you ever and you don't have to give specific project names or or parts or people but do you ever you know, you got passed up on, you know, a project. And then do you ever make kind of a bullseye? Do you ever go, okay, when that movie comes out or that show, I need to make sure I watch that. And I want to see, and like the, the kind of emotions of like, oh, like you just said, oh, wow, it makes sense. Or no, I could have done better. Um, I wouldn't say, no, I could have done better. I would never, I don't think I've ever felt that feeling. I think it's almost like I equate it to like, okay, you get broken up with, do you want to see what your ex is doing or do you want to just like move on with your life? We're the two wrong guys <laughs> to ask that question, Abby. We're the two wrong guys to ask no, that question. No. I'm usually the one that wants to see what my ex is doing. Uh, well, but... no, we're the, I'm the same way and I actually had a good cry on the way over here because I did that. <laughs> is this turning into just a crying podcast? I had a really good cry. <laughs> well that's okay no, so 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 abby then that's true if you want to see what your ex is doing so then that means that you kind of do put a put a little bullseye in you and you take notes and you you know you secretly or and quietly are, are, are watching what's going on right but is it painful a hundred percent right yeah <laughs> like of course i want to cheer you know we're all artists here i want to cheer them on yeah it's but it's still like wow what could have been right but well, then, it's, it's know, a really also 
on and on the, that's just the honest truth but like you know and that's why this industry is kind of I mean it's hard it's it can be heartbreaking and it can't and it does like it never goes like you know you'll be driving down the highway and see a freaking billboard for the thing that you were like neck and neck for for and then that person is on like you know and you're like that movie's coming out I mean I'm not gonna lie and be like it doesn't no, no, no. I yeah, yeah. No, we, I, I get what you're well, saying, but it, it's a difficult yeah. thing because you know, as an actor, you do want to root for your fellow actors, and like you're happy for happy. them, but you're not going to throw a parade. It's it's similar. You know, we had this question a couple weeks ago with a guest. It's similar. I always laugh at the Oscars because everybody's nominated, and then they announce the winner. And what's everybody's favorite thing to watch is the people that were nominated but lost. You want to see their reaction and jump all over that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I totally Wait, get Abby, that. Abby, can we get a commitment from you on the <laughs> Hey Pal podcast? If you are ever nominated for an Oscar and you lose, you just stand up and you go, boo! <laughs> that would be awesome. Wait, is this how I'm painting myself? I'm so, I promise all my life I'm not, not like not at all. You're being very supportive. No, you were, you were no. very supportive. And no, I understand that. No, it's very it's very true. It's like I mean, she said it, you know, so so well of like you 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 know, you you do always we're humans, right? So yeah. you you always do wonder what what could have been. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sat there and had to wait uh, to be, he was passed up number one. Yeah. He grew up in San Francisco. San Francisco had the number one pick. They don't draft him, and now it's 15 years later, ball game over. But even he says, you know, I was listening to an interview with him the other day, and even he he says, what could have been? Yeah. You know, man, like what what what? Well, could've... no, and and I know a lot of people, actors and actresses, that all say like, oh hey, you want to go see Black Panther? And they're like, no, I don't want to go see Black Panther. And I'm like, why don't you want to go see Black Panther? And they're like, well, I I was up, I auditioned for it. And I didn't get it. So I don't want to see it. I want nothing to do with it. Mm. And and that's not the way to be either, because I think right. I think you do learn a lot from from watching those roles that you were so close to and not getting. There's a lot that you can learn that'll help you, you know, in the future. And you've obviously been able to accomplish that. So, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you get to see like, oh, wow, what did that person do that won the role? And that's right. also the point is like, you know, sometimes you just you see that person in that role and you're like oh my gosh that makes so much more sense yeah. like okay i would have of course not don't go anywhere hey pal we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Abby, you've been a part of a, of an ensemble, you know, you've mm-hmm. got Sabrina and now with 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 Fate. Um and you've also been the the lead of of a movie with your, you know, new movie Redeeming Love that's going to be coming out soon. So we we liken it to like the lead of the movie, okay? You and the other actor is like playing golf. It's just you and the caddy, you know, it's just the focus is here. I got to be, you know, in sync with you and we got to be one the whole movie. And the ensemble is like playing basketball or a football team, you know? And so what we want to know is like kind of in sports, you know, it's the ensemble you can have a bad game, but you can have your teammates pick you up, right? So, like, you could be in an ensemble and you could have a, be having a bad day, and and maybe some of your supporting cast is like there, this person over there, that person over there, and they're there to pick you up, and then it kind of lifts you up. To whereas, you know, in the in the golf analogy, you know, where you're the lead, it's just you and him. And if one of you, you know, both of you have a bad day, maybe it's which one to you is more attractive? A to play, and B, what like just what are kind of the different emotions of that of having the support or just you know having it be the lead yeah um I mean they're kind of two different animals I would say because when you are in an ensemble you know you it's interesting because it I mean you're still either way you are you're forced to be creative in different ways if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. when you're in an ensemble you know that like, you know, there, everyone has their part, everyone is contributing. And like, how can you also contribute to just like, make it even more, uh, just a beautiful piece of art, you know, but then when you're, when you are kind of on the solo end, it's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. And you kind of have to just, I mean, zone in if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. And, and just trust your instinct and 
and put the work in as well. Like ensemble, I feel like it's more, yeah, it is. It's more team playing. Like you're, you know, you get to get close with people. You get to have fun. You get to, um, bounce off of people and have that because, you know, not all, like all the pressure isn't on you. It's kind of spaced out, if that makes sense. Um, which then also allows for just a fun, um, I wouldn't say fun, actually. Like it allows, it is fun. Both of them, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not saying one is fun and the other isn't. I'm saying it allows for that like creative, you know, free environment. And then when you're, you know, it's just, again, they're two different animals because it is a creative free environment when you're in that solo position, but it, it's way more. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of more. Lo- yeah. It's a lot like, more pressure. And I, and, yeah. and, you know, we know you, we know you personally here on, on our show and you are such a team player, right? But you also have that, you know, DNA in you where, again, we go back to sports with everything where you want the ball with one minute left and the game is on the line because we know that you're going to perform. You know, we've been watching you act now for, you know, quite a few years and we know that you can come through in the clutch. So it is interesting to like, you know, you're right. One is, one is just, it's probably fun all the time to be around your teammates. And the other one is like, okay, we can't, I can't zone out for like, one there's second. There's no messing up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's all on me. It's like, I mean, I mean, I would equate it. I played volleyball and soccer and then I ran track. So it's like, right. it's again, they're just, they're just two different animals and you have to pull out a different uh, competitive side of yourself and a different level of focus and a different level of, but you know, yeah, they're just completely two different there's different there's different levels of winning and i think sometimes like you look at a Mm -hmm. show like an ensemble cast like friends or seinfeld and each of those characters they all knew their roles so well Mm -hmm. and we as an audience knew their roles so well and we we knew like where things were gonna go and and they would do scenes where you're like oh my god like that's amazing how they pulled that off but then when you take an actor that has an individual performance and has an individual scene you know that's so powerful it, it, they're just different type of wins, you know what I mean? Because that's just equally as satisfying. Yeah, it's true. Well, here, if you could drop into in in any time era, if you if I could tell you that you could go and just drop in, would you drop in on a cat like a, an ensemble cast and be a part of that, like a Friends or something, or would you want to drop in and be? I I know I always go to this, but like and be in the Notebook. <laughs> The notebook. <laughs> the notebook. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For all right, sure. all yeah. right. There we go. And I'm crying again. And we're crying. <laughs> we're all crying again. <laughs> Second uh, time tonight. <laughs> I get so emotional. All right, now athletes. A lot of times in high school, they talk about you know when they're able to see professionals, like if it's a an NBA or Major League Baseball player. So in high school, they're watching the people that they looked up to, and in their mind, they know like. I can play with these guys. Like I'm good enough to play with these guys. And then they actually have to do it and, and, and they see what happens and how that change happens. So for you as an actress, um, what's it like when you have a scene opposite somebody that you've watched for years or, or you've known their work for years and to, and to have that scene with them, what's that feeling like for you? Uh, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and is that, is that, beca- is that because you, you go in already knowing like, oh, I've seen you on TV and I watched you and you were in the big leagues and now, wow, here I am in the big leagues. Like, wow, this is really happening. Yeah, you know, it's a mixture. It's like a big, um, I was actually talking about this today. It's, 
it's just like it's imposter syndrome if that makes sense mm -hmm. I and I don't know if I'll ever get out of that either I was talking to another actor today and he's been doing it for years and he's like you know he's like I still and he's been on so many you know huge projects and he's like you know I still battle with that to this day he's like I I will be on a set and just feel like I don't belong here and I definitely I mean I'm also very new in my career so it makes sense to feel that way but um yeah, I mean, it's imposter syndrome, you know, mixed with just complete and utter fear because an amazing actor is standing right in front of you and you've looked up to them for so long. So, but what's, yeah, what's crazy is in a couple of years, you know, people are going to be coming and moving out to Hollywood and getting a bit role or even like a supporting role and it's going to be opposite you and they've been watching you. So like, yeah. that's, that's kind of like, that's what I like to do is like put myself in the other <laughs> shoes. So if you. Yeah, and then I'm going to still be having imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why oh, I'm here. I don't know. I don't know why we're here. We don't know why we're here. Where am I? Where, Who am I? <laughs> where, where, where am I right now? Don't worry. Part two of Abby Cohen airs this Thursday. See you then. Hey Pal is a production of iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV. Hosted by Jared Einson and Dave Osico. Producer is Kyle Tequila. Executive producer for iHeartRadio is Sean Titone. Executive producers for Tenderfoot TV are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Catch new episodes of Hey Pal every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, share it with your friends, and subscribe. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.